When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. Good. Sorry, my mic was muted. Sorry about that. Uh, what is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. And man, we are now, things are different. Preseason is over. It's done. D-U-N. Not happening anymore for the 49ers and really everybody else as the final games are finishing up. It is regular season freaking time, and I couldn't be more excited. Uh, you know, as, as we are moving forward, here we go. We got to put it up there. Look at this. That's right, baby. 13 days, 20 hours, and three minutes until we get the 49ers kickoff versus the Bears. This is what we've been waiting for. And I'm so, so excited. Um, want to say shout out to Fields, man. He crushed it this week. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch that. Uh, but yeah, Fields throwing touchdowns to Dante Pettis. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? But we are 13, less than two weeks away from it's it's go time, man. Ah, so excited. So here's what we got today. Um, the 49ers cuts have begun. Um, it is that season. Sadly, they made their first cut. We got 26 more to go. We're going to detail that, what that means for the 49ers moving forward. Plus we got practice reports and practice reports. Henceforth, they're a big deal. Who's playing, who's not, why, what the issues are. I I've said so many times on this show that, there are things that I trust this front office with. Injury reports, not one of them. So for me, it's important to see who's playing and who's not. Uh, I just think it tells such a clearer story. Then, yeah, we expect somebody to be back week one or we don't. Um, yeah, and Dale, I'm with you, man. Dale the GOAT, can't wait for the game. I'm pumped as well. You know, the, the festivities that we have planned over at the 49ers Rush Road Trip, 
Uh, so excited about this. And, man, I really hope you guys are coming out. You know, obviously, we got the huge party, um, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com at Wrigley on Saturday night. So excited about that. Just literally the same block as Wrigley Field. Then we got the tailgate before and after the game. Um, again, all those tickets are available at 49ers Rush Road Trip. And we've got details coming through for Charlotte and L.A. and Atlanta. You know, everything's just kind of building. The momentum is building as this season goes on. Um, we, we're throwing two events every freaking place. At minimum, sometimes I'm, I'm starting to work on three events. Why not? For the people that get in early, throw just kind of a cool, chill get-together, like free get-together, hang out. Maybe do a live show Friday nights for some of these places if people are in. Uh, got a lot of stuff to see there, which I'm excited about. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Now, couple questions and things. <laughs> I love this shot. Uh, I'm going to go to sleep. Y'all wake me for the first game. Yeah, they, we've got, again, 13 days, 20 hours um, till the next game. There's a lot of stuff to deal with. Obviously, Tuesday, you know, again, keeping with the calendar, Tuesday, August 30th. Yeah, two days. Today's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, by 1 p.m. Pacific or 4 p.m. Eastern time. You got to cut 26 more players. So the very first cut took place. Cornerback Kader Holman, who a vet guy that's you know been around for a while. And this is kind of what you're gonna see. Vet guys get released first as a courtesy, usually, to give them the opportunity or to give other teams the opportunity to see if there's a spot for him. You know, he's been around the league for a while. Now, it was interesting with Kader because he was up and down. That that was the problem with Kader. His his good play, special teams, he was great. His corner play, he'd get a pass defense. Uh, he'd get a really nice run stop, but then he'd get burnt or pass interference. And so for Kader, it's just consistency. He didn't have it. But he was taking a lot of reps with the ones. He started a couple of the preseason games. Like, they wanted to see if he could overtake Ambry Thomas and I do not believe it is a coincidence and we'll jump to this a little bit later but guess who started practicing today Ambry Thomas and so the fact that he started practicing again allowed them to release Kader Holman and I thought that was important and you know let's go back real quick this is a clip from a while ago Kyle Shanahan talking about the injury to Thomas and kind of what that meant I just want to see them battle to make the team um, I mean, the same with Demo, same with all those guys. I mean, after, um, you know, our starting two guys, and we got some guys really competing, and that, that could go anyway. Um, I know Ambry wants to get out there and compete, but unfortunately he hasn't been healthy. I mean, he tried, his, he tried as hard as he could to go last week. He definitely couldn't, and that's pretty obvious because he hasn't been able to go this week too. So he'll hold out hope. We'll hold out hope that he can get a chance versus Houston. Um, but unfortunately he's been hurt right now. And that was an issue. And if he didn't get healthy, uh, the best ability – it's availability. If you're a bubble roster guy dealing with an injury, don't expect to make it. That That's just the sad reality of the NFL. And I hate it because they get injured going all out for their team and doing everything they can to make this team, and you get penalized for it if, if you're not back. And so, yeah, that sucks. So, Kader Holman's out. Ombre Thomas back in. He's not the only corner that's back, baby. Probably the biggest news of the day. Charvarius Ward, what's up, Mark? I love it. Charvarius Ward is back, too. He's practicing. He was out for a minute, pretty much the entire preseason. He wasn't practicing. Uh, he started, like, the first week and was incredible. Definitely looked like one of the best players on the field, no doubt about it. He just struggled. And it, it's nice that 
he, he finally got to the point where he's back out there. That That's great news. So if you need something to make you feel better about life, <laughs> your 49ers, uh, I don't know, serotonin perhaps after that Texans game, Charvarius Ward's back. Manuel Mosley was back last week. So it's looking very likely um, that you're going to have your number one and number two corners to start the season, which is great. That is great news. So he's back. Love that. Um, he's not the only one that's back. And Elijah Mitchell, running back one. You mean to tell me you get cornerback one and running back one on the same day? Almost like they had a plan. Almost. Now, it's not even, again, let's go back to the, the head coach. Whenever he was asked about Elijah Mitchell's timetable, let's see, let's see where he was at on the truth telling table. Yeah, on schedule, you know, we won't get him this week, but things are looking to have him back for week one. Yeah, he told the truth. He told the truth. Things are looking like it, so he's practicing. So now you got running back one. Now you've got cornerback one, and I think those cuts they're going to be coming through, especially at that running back position, because now that you're getting Elijah Mitchell back. Yeah, you know, we, we've said repeatedly that the running back room usually takes care of itself with injuries, meaning you don't have to worry too much about cutting if you have too many guys because somebody's going to get hurt in the preseason. It almost happens every single year. And, yeah, the number one guy dealing with the hamstring strain, but, man, he's got 13 days, 13 days to get ready to go. I ain't worried about Mitchell at all now, which means those back-end bubble guys, Trey Sermon, Jermichael Hasty. You know, uh, Jordan Mason, those guys. That's going to make it easier to move off those bubble guys. That's that's just the the sad reality of this. And you know, I did my fifty three man roster projection uh, a couple days ago, and I didn't have Jordan Mason making it, and it breaks my freaking heart. Again, I want him to make it. I would keep him if I was the coach. I would, but uh, part of me says they won't, uh, which which pisses me off. What's up, Matt Mallon? Uh, appreciate the gift, my friend, and the generosity on the super chat. He says, everyone needs to relax. We are going to be okay. Faithful to the Bay. Look at that. Even in his uh, acronyms, I think that's what those are called, FTTDB, uh, he rhymes. Look at that. We're going to be okay. Faithful to the Bay. Uh, I love it. And, yeah, that, <laughs> I think the anxiety level and the hope and anticipation level it's beautiful in the NFL during this time of year because everybody has a chance currently. Nobody has a losing record. Everybody, man, if these things go our way and if this player steps up and, you know, who knows, ball bounces our way, we might be a playoff team. Everybody has that. And the 49ers training camp, preseason, preseason game one, preseason game two, keeps climbing, keeps climbing, keeps climbing. And then, then you had a couple injuries. Then you had that Texans game. And it kind of took the wind out of people's sails. But the NFL, it is a marathon, not a sprint. And there's going to be hiccups. There's going to be hills to climb. Uh, 49ers just got one a little early. And that's okay. That's okay. I mean, you can look at how many games have the Baltimore Ravens won in a row preseason-wise. I think like 23 now. They don't have any Super Bowl wins during that time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Preseason trophies don't go out. So we're going to be okay. I'm with you, Matt. And patience, that's why you're here, right? That's what we do here. Um, yeah, I'm seeing all the sermon talk, man. Bye-bye sermon from Kali. Uh, Trey Sermon is going to be cut. I put this up on Twitter. Denzel Mims, the wide receiver for the Jets, had a day today. He's requested a trade formally. And, man, would you, I would be totally cool with swapping Trey Sermon for Denzel Mims. 
Um, just because I like the outside presence. I was high on men's coming out of the draft. Uh, again, two types of trades happen during this time of year. And again, I stole this from move the sticks, but trash for trash. And I hate calling players trash, but just players that haven't fit well, that haven't lived up to their potential to another team. And you bring in one of their players that didn't live up to their potential, right? That would be Denzel Mims for Trey Sermon trade. Um, or, a trade for future value where you trade players that haven't panned out or depth trades, you right? Some of those D linemen or linebackers the 49ers have for some picks in the future. Yeah, I'd be fine with any of those things, but yes, I would love for Trey Sermon to be traded so that you can get something back. Because if you trade Trey Sermon for a seventh round pick, that means you get to keep Mason. That means you get to keep hasty, which I would, again, the two best backs this preseason, it's not even close was Hasty and Mason. So I want to keep the best of the best. I want to keep, that's what I want. And I think Sermon has a place in the NFL. I just think he needs to, to, to move on, uh, find another spot. Dale the Goat says, Jordan Mason will make this team. I, I want to see this. Throw this in the chat. I want to see this. Jordan Mason is in or Jordan Mason is out. Not what you want, okay? Because what you want and what the 49ers will do, those are two different things. Jordan Mason in is he going to make the 53 or is Jordan Mason out? Uh, for me, I put out because I think they're going to keep the guys that have been there and they're going to try to sneak Jordan Mason through, which I don't think he's going to make it. But uh, Jordan Mason in or out? Look at this. Everybody in, Raphael. In, in, 49ers. Lakers, 49ers. In, Coach Cruz, in. Kali, in. Everybody. Mark, in. Oh, we got one. Marcus Irvin says out. But everybody else is saying he's already in. Um, here we go. 49ers will not keep Mason over Sermon. Sadly, Josh bringing the freaking knowledge. Um, and probably, I agree, that's probably what's going to happen. I hope it doesn't. But, uh, yeah, I'm seeing all the ins. Very few outs. Deep Thought says out. Caesar says out. Um, I like it. Lynch likes Sermon talks high praise, but Mason in. Yep. I hope a trade takes place. And I hope a lot of trades take place. Because the 49ers... We say this every year, you know, they're not going to be able to keep everybody. And we've already seen it. The fact that three 49ers have already been claimed that were cut in the first, you know, in second round of cuts leads the NFL. We've already had the most players claimed. Three. We're not even done. Um, so <laughs> that, that number is going to shoot up. Now, I'm excited about this. Tonight at 4.30 p.m. Pacific, we have our Zoom hangout, um, our Jerry Rice and Bill Washtier Zoom hangout, where we go through the 53 and we argue. Uh, one of the best times of the year. So if you haven't yet, head over to Patreon. One, it's the best way to support the show. Two, uh, we're going to be having a great time uh, going together and just spending an hour of our time on Sunday together, chit-chatting, having a blast. It's going to be awesome. Clayton's going to be coming out. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is our second Zoom hangout this week, which is awesome. We did one with the 49ers cut back on Wednesday. Then then we got one tonight. Excited about that coming forward. Now, another video before we conclude this talk. Here is Kyle Shanahan talking about Trey Sermon. Um, we, we didn't want to play him long, um, so we just got him in. I, mean, I don't know how many reps he got and stuff. He had a little bit of ankle throughout the week, so it was good to see him battle through that and get in there and help us out with the rotation. Um, but hopefully he'll heal up and be ready for Thursday. There we go. He was ready for Thursday. And, you know, we finished the Patreon breakdown. Um, I loaded the first half this morning. Second half's coming up tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, Sermon had his best game by far. 
The best game by far. Still wasn't good. Um, I was hoping that I would come away from the film on Trey Sermon. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like believing a little more? No. And yeah, he did have a couple good runs, but he had some very bad pass protection and he had some very bad decisions that continued just to kind of plague him. And with Elijah Mitchell being back, Pete, yeah, it makes it a little bit easier. Uh, I, I really, really do. Uh, right here, 40 hours faithful forever. He said, love the Patreon breakdown, John. Moore was horrible. Yeah, Jalen Moore, Sutherland. That was about as bad as bad gets. It was really, really bad. And actually, Nick Sakel, I thought he played awful, um, which was rough and not what he needed. I thought he was a bubble player. I, I don't think he's going to make this roster, not with the way Poe. Poe has outplayed him at every single uh, turn. Oh, we got an update here. Mims got hurt late in the game, Sergio says. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Um, anyway, so now back to who's practicing and who is not. We got Charvarius Ward back. We got Ambry Thomas back. We got Elijah Mitchell back. That's the great news. Uh, with every single coin, right? You got to talk the good and the bad. Debo Samuel um, has a knee contusion or a knee bruise, and he is not practicing. Now, um, week one is not in question is what was said. That was what was put out there. They are not concerned about week one. He's got 13 days, knee bruise, one of those things that players play through a lot, but there's no need to with 13 days. Let him rest. Is this a good thing? God, no. Um, he could use, he needs time to be back. There's no doubt about it. He needs time to be back and work on chemistry with Trey. Um, but you might have to just manufacture some touches early for him. That's all there is to it. Some screens, some jet sweeps, some touches out of the backfield, some simple things early until, you know, you can get that going. Oh, Coach Cruz, you coming through on me. Jimmy to the Giants. Now, I thought this was huge. I was watching this game live. Tyrod Taylor, who is one of the best and, man, highest-priced paid um, backups in the NFL, got injured today. He went down. I, uh, let me look up real quick what his salary is. But the Giants have quarterback issues. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Danny Dimes is terrible. He is not a good quarterback. 
but they paid decent amount, a two-year, $11 million contract to Tyrod Taylor to bring him in. But he got carted off the field today, and it didn't look good. It looked like a hip or a back or I don't know. It was weird. But, like, he went down in severe pain. They got him to the sidelines, did a medical check on him in the tent, and then had to get the cart out from the sidelines to take him to, to the locker room. So I love Tyrod Taylor. I turned the game on to watch Tyrod Taylor um, because I just think he's a fun quarterback. So now that he's down, I do think that this, I don't know, I don't want to say like makes the trade more likely or anything like that. Because again, let, let me look at, see where the giants are. Golly, man. Yeah. Giants are how in the world the giants are 31st in cap space. Their team sucks. How in the world are they 31st in cap space? That doesn't make any sense. They suck. So that's a problem. So the trade to the giants. All right, cool. They have $365,000 cap space. So if you do trade for Jimmy G, they would basically, the Niners would have to take a huge chunk. They'd have to sign almost an extension to like move the money around. I don't know, man. I think the fit football-wise, depth chart-wise makes sense, Coach Cruz. But uh, I don't know salary cap-wise. They're 31st. Niners are dead last. But once Jimmy's gone, uh, we'll be first. No, we'll be second. Niners will have the second most cap space. They'll go from dead last to second. Cleveland Browns have $45 million in cap space. So uh, not catching those guys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it would be a great move. I don't know how you pull the numbers off. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, $11 million. Look at this, man. Raphael, he's coming at it. Two years, $11 million. That was the deal for Tyrod Taylor. Um, so, anyway, we'll have to see extension and a, and a trade. Yeah, man, it'd be interesting. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Now, Debo's down. I don't I don't think it's a big deal with 13 days until the first game. I think you probably let them rest four to five days, then put them out there, get them a full week of practice, treat it as a true bye week, which was the purpose. The new CBA brought in the extra game, right, the 17th game. Um, the whole idea was, okay, give us a bye week after the preseason for training camp. So you treat it as such. Um, yeah, light practices, get everybody healthy. That's kind of the key there. Also, not only is he out, Trent Williams was sick today. Uh, so just not feeling well, uh, not COVID related to what I understand, but just sick. So I ain't worried about him at all. McGlinchey's still out with the knee that. And so again, whenever you brought back Mitchell, you brought back Charvarius Ward. This was one of the metrics to get players back by week one. McGlinchey still being out is an issue. It would have been much better news if he was back right now. Daniel Brunskill, still out with a hamstring. Jimmy Ward, he's going to be out for a while. We're talking months. Um, Oren Burks just got banged up with a knee recently. He did not practice. Curtis Robinson with an ankle didn't practice. That puts a little bit of stress on that linebacker position. But, I mean, you're getting your beast back, your big three. Warner, <laughs> Aziz, Dre Greenlaw, DFF, Marcelino McCrary Ball. Uh, like, you've got a lot of guys. So, if anything... I want to keep an eye because Oren Burks is a player that 100% had making this roster. Now, if his knee is bad, you can see him go on the pup. Uh, he can't go on the pup. Never mind. Because uh, he wasn't. Yeah, they, they can put him on there. And if they do, he misses the first four games. So they could do that. So that that's a little bit of something to kind of watch there. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. That, that's going to be a weird one. 
And sorry, I miss I misspoke on top of myself. You can't put him on the pup because he wasn't on it originally. Oren Burks would have to make the 53, then go on short-term IR, just like Jimmy Ward would to miss those four games. But he still counts against a roster spot. So if if Oren Burks' knee is that bad, which I have no clue, that means you've Marcelino Ball, uh Seguin Olaby, you know, Curtis Robinson, who's hurt as well. One of those guys will get brought back from a practice squad and elevated to the active roster. So we're gonna have to kind of see what that looks like. And then Akeem Spence, he's out with the concussion. So a lot of guys, but the sad thing for Spence is I do not have him making this roster. So uh he he's on the he's on the outside looking in, even and his concussion doesn't help. Ma- makes it makes it worse. Right here, um, take a swing for win. Why not? Yes, I, I, Isaiah wins film, multiversal, kind of fits what the 49ers like in linemen and the fact that he can play tackle, he can play guard, all those things. Um, just came across the Twitter line. 49ers worked out tight end Dalton Keen. Um, and Barrow said 49ers showed interest in Keen during the 2020 draft process. He did a little bit of everything. H-back, fullback, tight end, slot end at Virginia Tech. That's interesting. Um Man, I feel like they're solid at tight end. Yeah, Dwelly's making this roster. I thought Croft played good. From Golly was good, not great. I don't know why they're working out Dalton Keene. Uh, I don't know. Maybe get him in for a couple of days workout before the cutdown because that's another good thing about playing Thursday for the 49ers because you played Thursday. You don't have to make your cuts till Tuesday. So you got this kind of two to three day injury time. To, to make some things. So you cut Kader Holman, you bring somebody into practice for three days, uh, but you got to pay. You got to pay, but that's okay. Oh, no way. No way somebody's getting a third on Sermon. Uh, a third way. Oh, a third and Sermon. I see what you're saying. I apologize, this guy. Um, so give up Trey Sermon and a third round pick for Isaiah Wynn. Little steep. Um, yeah, you could get Isaiah Wynn for that for sure. I I would do Sermon in a fifth. But uh, I, Sermon a third, probably not. Because if you brought Wynn in, maybe he'd start at right guard, right tackle, and then you can move him inside if you needed to. Oof, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's rough. Um, anyway, having said that, yeah, how many tight ends? They usually keep three. But again, I think this is just an extra workout to get that practice squad built up on a guy that they like, especially if you're letting go of Kader. Yeah, Kader's gone, so you have that extra roster spot to work with right now. Um, so so that's there. I think that's why the, that's there. Uh, yeah, I saw the Twitter beef uh, with Debo and Nelson, the uh, defender for the Texans, uh, on that like pass that was behind him. It should have been pass interference, wasn't. Dude was talking trash to Debo. Debo said, had your moment. If you had to play against me for the fourth 60 minutes, you'd be in trouble. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, and, and that... J49, he says, tackling dummies for $8,000 a week. That is correct. Sadly, that's what they make. Uh, it's just the way that it goes. Um, and I loved Hudson. Yes, I did. He was incredible. But he got claimed by the Giants. Uh, Tanner Hudson, our tight ends always go to the Giants. It, it's just what it is. But he says, Hudson was doing an amazing job at tight end this preseason. They're talking about getting another after dropping him. That's dumb. I don't think it's to make this roster. And again, 49ers put a premium on blocking tight ends, not catching tight ends, especially with Kittle there. So their their MO for that number two and number three tight end is much more of a fullback slash blocking tight end. Dwelly, Croft, Fumagalli, right? Like that type. Tanner Hudson didn't fit that mold. Whether it was the right call or not, 
I don't know because he was every single quarterback's comfort blanket. Uh, Hudson was, I think he, even though he didn't even play in the game three, he led the, uh, the Niners in receptions throughout the preseason. He only played in two games. He only played in two games. So anyway, uh, this is going to be a short episode today just because I'm going to be a guest on another show, um, Niner Fanatic Podcast, which I'm pretty excited about uh, with good friend Peter Lucas. I'm going to be on there at 3 p.m. And then we got our Zoom hangout at 4.30 p.m. today. So a lot of content. We got a Patreon breakdown this morning, another Patreon breakdown tomorrow. We're going to get every single snap of the offense, defense, and special teams. And I'll say this, a couple takeaways from after watching the entire offensive film against the Texans. Offensive line, the big reason why it was bad was the tackle play. When Jalen Moore was in there, he couldn't do anything Le- at left tackle. It was it was so bad. He's going to get cut. I-, I had him making this roster before the game. I think he's out now. Right tackle, not good. Mills was awful. Mills had the worst game maybe of his career, which is is bad because he. I don't have him making this roster, and if he's cut, this might be the end of the line. Uh, you know, he's he's a 30 plus year old vet and his play continued to go downhill. His first game out there looked great. Second game looked OK. Third game looked awful. Just I think the football shape's not there. I uh, hate to see it. But yeah, the tackle play completely ruined everything. Uh, you add on that the penalties in interior offensive line went bad. Donovan West was very bad. Bad snaps. Bad run game, bad pass protection. Donovan West was bad. So another guy that I just don't think has a chance to make this roster, an undrafted free agent everybody loved. I had a fourth-round grade on him uh, in the draft. Yeah, I don't know what I missed because it just the consistency is not there. It was not there. Poe was good, not at his best. Banks was good, not at his best. Uh, Burford, he struggled finally. Uh, but lots of huge plays. But One of the things that I thought was interesting about Poe he had his first really bad rep where he just whiffed on a guy and got his running back killed in the backfield. The very next play, pancake to do. And so out in the open field. So I love that, man. As a coach, as a human, I want to see who you are responding to a negative, right? We, we don't control a lot of things. The bad plays happen in the NFL. The other guys get paid too. Who are you when you respond? Stacking bad plays is the definition of a bad NFL player. Stacking bad plays. Bad players are going to happen. Who are you and how do you respond, right? And that's true in life too. I always used to tell my players, like, man, we've all had people walk out on us in life. We've all had people let us down. Uh, You can't control that. So how do you respond? Do you continue by being uh, the person that lets others down? Or do you know what? You pick your chin up, you you, you get ready, and you freaking go to work, and you help out those that you let down the previous play. Don't let one play beat you twice. And so even though I think the younger, inexperienced guards, Banks, Burford, Poe, didn't have as great a game, they didn't stack bad plays. They didn't, and I thought that was really impressive. So I walked away very, very happy um, with what's going on there. Um, yeah, right here, Jay Moore and Sutherland, they need to be cut bad. Yeah, they need to be cut. Now, you might keep them around, and I hope they make the practice squad, but yeah, they're not making it. They're not making it. Um, just not not seeing that, not seeing that at all. Uh, Raphael, thank you. He said, like and subscribe, everyone. I love it. Now, a couple other just reminders on programs going around. 
Tuesday, we got our John Wayne show at 1230. We're going to be giving away those two tickets to the home opener. So uh, two tickets to go see the Seahawks, a lower level, 20-yard line, great seats. Uh, that's going to be there. And Tuesday's going to be a big day because we got cut down day. So we're going to be going live right at 1230. So we will be live as the cuts finish. They have to be reported by 1 p.m. Uh, we're going to have that all that for you live reaction on Tuesday. Remember, uh, today, 4.30 p.m., we are going to do our Zoom hangout. That's going to be available to Patreon, so go sign up over there. But until next time, appreciate you guys. Y'all are incredible. Stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.